and welcome back to The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment with Gilda and Barbara. We're doing a book study on this book written by Eckhart Tolle, and we hope you have your copy so that you can follow along. Today we are on Chapter 10, Section 6, The Meaning of Surrender, Transforming Suffering into Peace. My name is Barbara Wainwright, and I'm here with Gilda Simone. Welcome, Gilda. Thank you. All right. A student says, I read about a Stoic philosopher in ancient Greece who, when he was told that his son had died in an accident, replied, I knew he was not immortal. The student asks, is that surrender? If it is, I don't want it. There are some situations in which surrender seems unnatural and inhuman. And Eckhart responds, Being cut off from your feelings is not surrender. But we don't know what his inner state was when he said those words. In certain extreme situations, it may still be impossible for you to accept the now. But you always get a second chance at surrender. Your first chance is to surrender each moment to the reality of that moment. Knowing that what is cannot be undone because it already is. You say yes to what is or accept what isn't. Then you do what you have to do. Whatever the situation requires. If you abide in the state of acceptance, you create no more negativity no more suffering, no more unhappiness. You then live in a state of non-resistance, a state of grace and lightness, free of struggle. So I just have to read that again so that I get it. You surrender each moment to the reality of that moment. Then you do what you have to do, whatever the situation requires. If you abide in this state of acceptance, you create no more negativity, no more suffering, no more unhappiness. You then live in heaven, (laughs) a state of (laughs) resistance, right? (laughs) A state of grace, of lightness, and free of struggle. Uh, Yeah, that's where I want to be, right there. Lightness, free of struggle. Whenever you are unable to do that, whenever you miss that chance, either because you are not generating enough conscious presence to prevent some habitual and unconscious resistance pattern from arising, or because the condition is so extreme as to be absolutely unacceptable to you, then you are creating some form of pain, some form of suffering. It may look as if the situation is creating the suffering, but ultimately, this is not so. Your resistance is. Now here's your second chance at surrender. If you cannot accept what is outside, then accept what is inside. If you cannot accept the external condition, accept the internal condition. 
This means do not resist the pain. Allow it to be there. Surrender to the grief, despair, fear, loneliness, or whatever form the suffering takes. Witness it without labeling it mentally. Embrace it. Then see how the miracle of surrender transmutes deep suffering into deep peace. This is your crucifixion. Let it become your resurrection and ascension. I love that. Yeah, it's really good. So if you don't accept the situation, that's a little bit of insanity because it is what it is. It might be a horrific situation, in which case it's, like you said, absolutely unacceptable. So you're creating suffering by not accepting it. However, let's say, okay, that is what it is. You can't accept it. If you tune in to what's happening in your body in that moment, you will recognize that there is most likely an emotion, a feeling, something in your body that needs to be healed. And this is your opportunity or your second chance at surrender by tuning into what's inside of you that is in pain or what emotion is there in the body that has been held there for maybe even lifetimes. What is it that's in there? So you don't need to know where it came from. You just need to know, yeah, there's something there inside of me and I need to transmute it. So embrace it, witness it, surrender to it. Then see how the miracle of that surrender transmutes that feeling, that energy into deep peace. It's true that the mind can manufacture, I'll say, I'll frame that with the egoic mind, can manufacture all kinds of crap. And I'll say, I don't know if that's the right word either. But then what happens is if we start ruminating on it, that's that's the issue. That's we we, we start to believe it. And it might not even be true. I think about, you know, sometimes you think about people that are Hey, I'm really worried about so-and-so. I haven't heard from him. And then the mind goes, oh my gosh, maybe they've been in an accident. Maybe they're in the hospital. Maybe they died. Maybe that, you know, the mind starts going off yeah. on tangent. <laughs> and it's, you know, all, and then the next thing they call and go, hey, how's it going? <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, okay. And I'll just be honest, that happened to me yesterday. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh so yeah I'm very familiar with that process okay so a student asks I do not see how one can surrender to suffering as you yourself pointed out suffering is non-surrender how could you surrender to non-surrender great question Eckhart responds forget about surrender for a moment when your pain is deep, all talk of surrender will probably seem futile and meaningless anyway. When your pain is deep, 
you will likely have a strong urge to escape from it rather than surrender to it. You don't want to feel what you feel, what could be more normal. But there is no escape, no way out. There are many pseudo-escapes. You can go to work, you can drink, you can do drugs, you can get angry, you can project, you could uh, get into suppression, and so on. However, they don't free you from the pain. (laughs) Suffering does not diminish in intensity when you make it unconscious. When you deny emotional pain, everything you do or think, as well as your relationships, become contaminated with it. You broadcast it, so to speak. As the energy you emanate and others will pick it up subliminally. If they are unconscious, they may even feel compelled to attack or hurt you in some way. Or you may hurt them in an unconscious projection of your pain. You attract and manifest whatever corresponds to your inner state. People will pick it up subliminally unless they're an empath. And then they will pick it up like very consciously go, oh my goodness, you sure are angry right now. Or, oh my goodness, you're feeling pain. What's going on with you? You know, empaths sense that energy instantly. Empaths don't like to be around unconscious people because it's too painful for them. They pick up on it and they tap into it. There are ways that they could protect themselves from tapping into it and absorbing it and feeling that other person's pain. It would be good for them to learn about that. If you're an empath and you are picking up on somebody else's pain and you're actually feeling it yourself, there are ways to protect yourself. And it would be good to learn about that. A good way to do that is to maybe ask yourself, is this my emotion or is this somebody else's emotion or is this energy coming from me or is this energy coming from somebody else i'll feel at peace and i'll be fine and then i'll go into the store and next thing i know i'm just feeling upset Mm -hmm. but for no reason i just like vibe of sadness yeah didn't before i entered the store like i was totally fine and then i enter it feel it and I, you know, ask myself, like, okay, does this feeling really belong to me? Or is this somebody else's energy that I'm picking up? And sometimes when I look around, you can kind of see, like, oh, shoot, <laughs> I'm probably picking up that person. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, sometimes but yeah. No, that, that makes you an empath when you can walk in a room and feel somebody else's energy. And it's like not owning it is, is a really good thing. Recognizing like you did that it's somebody else's energy and it's not mine it's not something i need to heal within me it's that person's energy and i can move on is that what you're saying okay okay i wasn't sure i was like okay okay yeah right yeah okay when there is no way out There is still always a way through. So don't turn away from the pain. Face it. Feel it fully. Feel it. Don't think about it. 
express it if necessary, but don't create a script in your mind around it. Give all your attention to the feeling, not to the person, event, or situation that seems to have caused it. Don't let the mind use the pain to create a victim identity for yourself out of it. Feeling sorry for yourself and telling others your story will keep you stuck in suffering. Since it is impossible to get away from the feeling, the only possibility of change is to move into it. Otherwise, nothing will shift. So give your complete attention to what you feel and refrain from mentally labeling it. As you go into the feeling, be intensely alert. At first, it may seem like a dark and terrifying place. And when the urge to turn away from it comes, observe it, but don't act on it. Keep putting your attention on the pain. Keep feeling the grief, the fear, the dread, the loneliness, whatever it is. Stay alert, stay present. Present with your whole being, with every cell of your body. As you do so, you are bringing a light into the darkness. This is the flame of your consciousness. That is a terrific process to heal yourself from probably everything. If, if there's anything that you need to have a healing for, this is it. Put your attention on the pain. Feel it, whatever it is. Stay alert. Stay present with every cell of your body. As you do, you're bringing light. This is the flame of your consciousness. That's beautiful. So beautiful. I have it highlighted. <laughs> yeah, I have it highlighted too. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Eckert continues. At this stage, you don't need to be concerned with surrender anymore. It has happened already. How? Full attention is full acceptance is surrender. By giving full attention, you use the power of the now, which is the power of your presence. No hidden pocket of resistance can survive in it. Presence removes time. Without time, no suffering, no negativity can survive. The acceptance of suffering is a journey into death. Facing deep pain, allowing it to be, taking your attention into it, is to enter death consciously. 
when you have died this death, you realize that there is no death and there is nothing to fear. Only the ego dies. Imagine a ray of sunlight that has forgotten it is an inseparable part of the sun and deludes itself into believing it has to fight for survival and create and cling to an identity other than the sun. Would the death of this delusion not be incredibly liberating? Imagine that you're a spiritual human being that has a soul and your soul is inseparable from source energy or the universe or whatever you want to say. And our human egoic mind believes that it has to fight for survival and cling to that identity when in truth, our soul is so much bigger than that. We are spiritual beings. I believe that our spiritual, the essence of who we are, the true essence of who we are is a spiritual being that is infinite. And our soul has been reincarnated over and over and over again. So when the ego dies, he says, when the ego dies, only the ego dies. I believe that when we let go of the physical body or the ego and we experience that ego death, we start to become aware of all of the experiences that we've had, the different lifetimes that we've already had and experienced. And we are reunited, if you will, with all of that information and we continue on our journey our spiritual journey the essence of who we are so dying whether it's the physical body or our egoic mind only either way we will continue on we will continue to be our spirit is infinite the last paragraph here is, do you want an easy death? Would you rather die without pain, without agony? Then die to the past every moment and let the light of your presence shine away the heavy, time-bound self you thought of as you. That's brilliant. I like how he called it the time-bound self. Die to the past every moment, meaning five minutes ago. Who cares what happened five minutes ago? Because we're here now. <laughs> and if we stayed bound to time, then it's heavy. Let the light of your presence shine away the heavy, time-bound self you thought of as you. That's not who you are in your essence, who you are in your essence is your spiritual being. You are infinite. You are holy. You are so much more than this physical being that is present right here, right now. Well, that's the end of this section. I again, hope that you have found some value here and allow yourself to feel 
to be present with whatever that feeling is so that you can transmute it and heal yourself. You may be healing an experience from lifetimes ago. You don't know, and it doesn't matter. What matters is that you feel it and heal it by staying present and transmuting that energy with light. That's it. That's all that matters. Until next week, I hope you have a great one. Bye now. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to go deeper into a spiritual conversation, you can join our Facebook group, The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment with Gilda and Barbara. Or you can contribute by going to wainwrightglobal.com forward slash go forward slash support.